Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com. Here is Jennifer Duplessis. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. This is Jen Duplessis. I hope you are enjoying the series of launch. Today is the fourth in the six-part series. Um, as a reminder, uh, launch is an acronym for leverage, action, utility, needs, credibility, and habits. So today what I'm going to be talking about is needs. And that's assessing the needs of your clients and your referral partners. So I wanted to talk specifically about two things today. And some other point in time, I, I may discuss some other um, ways to assess needs um, for your clients through some mortgage planning questionnaires and um, disc profiling, some other things. But for today, specifically, I want to talk about, you guessed it, more acronyms. The first one is FROG, also known as FORD. I've heard some other people speak about it in that um, aspect. So FROG stands for Family, Recreation, Occupation, and Goals, whereas FORD stands for Family, Occupation, Recre Recreation, and Dreams. So either way, however you want to proceed with it, when you're meeting with a client or a referral partner, if you can keep the FROG system in the back of your mind, it will always allow you or prevent you, I should say, it, should it would prevent you from uh, talking too much about yourself and talking more about them. So if you're asking them about their family and asking them about their children and their birthdays, if that's what you like to do and, and celebrating their personal wedding anniversaries, or just saying, what do you like to do as a family for fun? Maybe it's camping, maybe um, it's going on uh, cruises. It really is setting you up for some great relationship development um, ideas so that while you have a systematic process in being able to push a loan through and it's very transactional in the ops side, you want to be able to project to the client that they are getting a unique experience from you uh, and that you're they're not just a number or another person that's put on this uh, conveyor belt. And so that's where, where the family part comes in. And you'll be very surprised to find out that they have other family members that perhaps you could tap into. The R on recreation is, and usually what I say is, so what do you like to do for fun? Whether, again, it's a referral partner or a client. What do you like to do for fun? What do you, what, what's out there for you when you're not working and you're not spending time with your family? And this will open up a lot of doors to find um, some commonality. Really, really important when you have a team or you have other people in your company that are 
communicating with the borrower. So for example, if someone said, well, you know, I really love um, wakeboarding and you've got a processor or someone else on your team or someone else in your company that will be communicating with the borrower who loves wakeboarding as well, that's a perfect opportunity to communicate and relay that information to other parties in your team so that when they have conversations with the client, they can say, oh gosh, Joe, I hear you you love wakeboarding. I do too. Where do you go? How long have you been doing it? So this allows for us to move away from the um, mundane efficiency of a transaction into creating a great customer experience um, for our clients and for our referral partners. Can you imagine if your um, assistant who's writing the pre-approval letter for a new real estate agent sends a letter over and says, oh, by the way, I understand that you're a huge wine connoisseur. I'm from California and I love wine too. I can't wait to talk to you about it. I mean, it really goes a long way, um, these little things. It's just mental notes of it, um, or you can take actual notes for them. All right, so we have family, we have recreation, we have occupation. So what do you do for a living? Um, why did you get into this particular business? Again, rather a client or a referral partner. So why did you decide to become a real estate agent? What compelled you to be a financial planner? What was your degree in that brought you to this point? And what does the future look like for you? So these are great opportunities for you to talk about their occupation um, and you know what their passion is. Really digging deep to find the passion so that you can highlight that when you're meeting with them on a regular basis, um, you know, and over time as you're developing that relationship. And so the last part is goals. And of course, in the Ford, it's dreams. Um, same thing, you know, so what do you want to achieve with what you're doing um, in this line of work? How many clients do you want to have? What do you envision for your um, growth in the next few years? What do you? What does it look like for you? And when when you're done with this business and this industry, um, regardless of which it is, what is what does that look like? What do you plan to do? And and it kind of jumps back into that recreation and family a little bit. Again, this is great with your clients. We get into this. Um, well, if you if you're taking an application, I'm, all of my applications are done online. But you know, you go through and you say, okay, I see where you work. That's great. But what if you just stopped a little bit and and asked them, wow, that's really interesting. What what got you into that? Where's your passion? Where does that where does that happen? Um, the same with your your referral partners. So um, it's very very easy to do. It, just remember Frog or Ford and family occupation, um, recreation and goals or dreams, and you will, um, you know, show to them that you care about them. You come from a servant heart, right? That's what we've been talking about on all these podcasts. And if you're continuing to listen to these, I'm hoping that you're the type of person that has a servant heart too. Otherwise, you would have already left me by now and moved on to someone else who is cussing and <laughs> telling you what to do rather than just sharing some ideas on how to do. And um, so hopefully you're liking that. But but uh, so that's the frog, frog process in the needs analysis, you know, really identifying what the needs of your clients are. Now in the borrower, wait, before I leave on that, in the borrower piece of that goals, um, you know, the goals are what does it look like in this house five years from now? We've talked about an entrance strategy, a maintenance strategy, and then an exit strategy out of this home and out of this mortgage. So 
what are the goals that you have here? Do you want your mortgage to create wealth for you through equity? Do you want your mortgage to provide you with a better cash flow so that you can uh, divert the funds into savings and for college and for retirement? So assessing the goals of the client and really spending some time um, getting to know your client and not just taking an order. That's like McDonald's, right? Taking an order. Um, you don't want to be that. So that's the first part. Second part in the needs analysis, I've talked about this before, is 333 or past, present, and future. I actually, it's, it's uh, well, it's past, present, and future. That's fine. Uh, I just want to tap on it again. I won't spend a lot of time because you can go back to one of the um, podcasts and, and listen to past, present, and future. I use it every single day. If you can create a habit, which by the way, I'll get into habits in a couple of, couple of podcasts from now. But if you can create a habit of always identifying that 333 or 221 or 111, which is tell me about the past three clients you've worked with, tell me about the three clients you're working with now, and tell me about the three clients that you're planning to meet in the next couple of weeks. And going deeper with who they are and where they came from, where are the referral sources that they're getting getting that? Because, you know, here's the thing. I could ask you or I could ask them, anybody, you know, where does your business come from? And people say to me, well, 80% comes from um, realtors and then 20%, well, no, maybe 15% comes from refis and then 5% comes from other. And you know, it, it's kind of frustrating to me because I think you need to know your numbers precisely, not generically. And so when you ask a real estate agent, you know, so where do you get your business? And they say, well, you know, I do a lot of open houses and things, but when you go in and that doesn't give you enough information, right? Cause they say, oh, I do open houses. Um, if you're like me, I, when I think open houses, I think, um, it's just the same as an internet aggregator. It's all these people coming through looky looing, and maybe you'll get one once you sift through a bunch of them. And so for me, um, you know, that's just not something that I'm interested in. That may be something that you're interested in. And I never want to discredit whatever you are interested in. Um, but if you ask about the past two or three clients, you're going to get a rounded uh, answer. You're going to find out that one of the clients came from an open house, just like they said, um, but one of the clients came from a friend, a family friend, and maybe one came from a fellow teacher because the person, the realtor is part-time <laughs> as a teacher and a realtor. You know how that goes. Um, but it does, and, and now you know they're a teacher. They never told you before, but now you know they're a teacher part-time. So now that brings in more information for you. But it also lets you know who they run with, who's their circle. So when you're making your phone calls, your first and 10 phone calls, and and go back to that that podcast for first and 10, do it again, or before we hang up, which is another podcast. It was one of the first 10 I did. Um, when you're on the phone with that person, you say, oh, hey, before I hang up, um, listen, I'm expanding my business to work more with teachers. Who do you know that you could refer me to that you feel comfortable introducing me to? Um, and the only reason why you're asking a teacher is because they mentioned it. They don't even remember that they did. So if they said, well, I got that from the, my child's soccer team. Great. Next time you're talking to them, hey, before we hang up or when you're meeting with them, before we leave real quick, I forgot to tell you, I really want to expand my business to work with families who are on the soccer field all the time. And 
now they don't have an excuse for why they can't give you business. But more importantly, you're finding out where they're getting their business from. Is it sustainable? Is it a business? Are they getting their business from something that's not going to be up and down and all around? And if it is, that's fine. Um, if that's how you want your business to run, but I really would like to have you have a business that is, that you can rely on, you know, a base that's strong. And so that identifies that. And of course it does it on the front side too. Who are the next three people that you're meeting with and why? Are they listing appointments? Are they rentals? Are they, um, looky-loo buyers, first-time home buyers, millennials, reverse mortgage people? Who is it that you're going to be meeting with? Is it a listing? Um, who are the people that you're going to be meeting with in the next week? And who did you get referred to? How did you get that person to? Well, how'd you meet them? That's the easiest way to ask. Well, how'd you meet them? That's interesting. Oh, well, I was walking through the neighborhood. I decided I was going to do door hangers. Oh, that's awesome. You do door hangers? Could I see one? Could I see what you do? And nine times out of 10, the door hanger is complete on one side and blank on the other. So why wouldn't you want to try to be on the other half, right? So it opens up the doors for you to see all the possibilities and all the opportunities that you have with these people. And I know um, through all my conversations and especially with the coaching that I do is that so many people are so afraid to pick up the phone and make phone calls or are afraid to have a meeting with a real estate agent more than one time. Hey, let's have coffee. Let's see if we have a basis for doing business together. But while we meet, we're not going to talk anything about business. <laughs> so this is a great opportunity for you to be able to use Frog or Ford and the 333 or the 222. I, I find the three gives me a real good round. Um, just um, It's fuller. Uh, you know, just one doesn't tell me the whole story about how they get their business, but three does. And then by the time it's all done, we have nine, right? But you're actually talking about business and it gives you the reason to have the next meeting. And you know, it's funny today I was talking with my daughter. She is now a rep, um, an account executive at MGIC on the East Coast. And um, she's like a little mini me in the business, but actually she's taller than me. I'm the mini me. Um, but I was telling her, she said, you know, it's so challenging to get loan officers to go to lunch with her and all this stuff. And I said, you know, once you get somebody to go to lunch with you, book the next lunch right there on the spot. And then you won't have to make phone calls saying, you want to go to lunch? Do you want to go to have some coffee? It's, hey, I'm just confirming that we're meeting. You know, it takes away some of that fear for that follow-up phone call. And I hate for us to have a one and done, you know, one meeting with someone and then we're done. Now, certainly there are times when that has to happen because you, they may not align with your business, your line of work, um, you know, not your line of work, but your, um, what you have set out for yourself, the standards, the line in the sand that you put out for yourself in who you want to work with, what type of people, whether they're nice, whether they're top producers. But if you meet with someone and you do frog the first time or family, just do F the first time. Next time, talk about O. Next time, do a past three. Next time, do the current three. And, you know, mix it up. There is easily with um, this three, this three, three, three and frog, there are easily seven different meetings that you could have with them. That, that's a half a year. And then you just repeat it again. How is the family? 
how is the recreation that you do that you love? You know, how's business going on the occupation? Have your goals changed? We're halfway through the year. Have your goals changed? Who are the new three people you're working with? And where did you get them from as well? So you're able to have content to actually meet people and develop stronger and deeper relationships. So I hope that's been helpful. As always, I always appreciate it. By the way, uh, I got over 30 emails from people telling me about all the wonderful apps that are out there for um, taking photos of uh, documents that are in a good quality way. So gosh, thank you so much, everybody, for contributing. And I'm still sorting through that just to try to find the right one. But um, gosh, I I must have been a terrible searcher. Uh, So that's maybe something I can learn is how to how to be resourceful. But thank you so much for all the emails and the in the instant messages about that. Um, Very, very helpful. And, um, well, I'll wait to see you next time in our next, uh, the next series, um, or item in the series, the fifth one, which will be C for credibility, where we're going to talk about personal education and personal development. So look forward to talking to you soon. Go out and make it a great, great week by asking people about Frog, Ford, and the 333. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.